0: This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless, available online at bravadowireless.com. This is the all-new Blitz 1170. Thank you for choosing us. All right, two thirty-eight here on the Blitz eleven seventy. What is going on? My name is Jeremy Poplin. That is Matt Hubbard. Lynn Whedon's in Winston's studio. We'll get to him coming up here in a few moments. But I want to talk a little Masters because it's almost time. Ah, yes, my favorite times of the year. Every single time, like Tiger arrives on the grounds at Augusta. He gets this big smile. He's got just this air of energy and confidence about him. He loves Augusta, and damn, I think so many people feel the same way when it gets to Masters Week. Jim Nance has been promoing it throughout the entire NCAA tournament. It's his favorite week as he hops on his private jet and flies into Augusta for one of the best weeks of the year. Oh, and it is here. So I thought let's reach back up to Cam Rogers who joins us now on the Blitz 1170, national TV betting host uh, at Stadium and uh, a former guest here on the program. Cam, what's going on today, man? How are you? Hey,
1: I'm doing great. It's always wonderful Tuesday at the Masters, but it's also painful at the same time because I want Thursday morning to come around.
0: Yes, and I wanted to get here so quickly, so quickly. Let's talk about the 2023 version. So one of the things I love about Augusta is the fact, and the Masters in general, is that it's played at Augusta every single year. So you know this course a lot. There's been one major change, though, that's regarding the 13th hole. So they moved the tee back 35 yards. It's probably going to change the complexion of one of uh, the greatest holes dramatically that exists on the course. Outside of that, though, Cam, really not that much change overall to the course, even though it has gone through a few transformations in the past in itself.
1: Yeah, pretty much the same vibe here this year. I will note that I think weather is going to be the big story here, especially as we enter the weekend. We're looking at a whole lot of rain, particularly on Saturday, and very cool temperatures. I'm talking about highs in the 50s, low 50s. So this could be kind of like 2007 at Augusta when you may recall Zach Johnson won at one over par. It was a soaked-out golf course. It was cold. It was hard to hit the ball far. So I'm not saying it's going to be that difficult here this week, but we could be entering some volatile conditions. But the typical mold at Augusta National, driving distance is the number one corollary stat to success if you look at the metrics. But overall, your game has to be solid. Strokes gained tee to green. You know, I think the number is somewhere around 77% of winners at the Masters we're inside that top 20 for the year in strokes game T to green. So everything has to be working. It's a par 72, 7,500 yards. You talked about the 13th uh, par five Azalea. That's probably not going to be gettable in two for like 85 to 90% of the field. So that, that hole won't necessarily be on eagle alert as much, which is a little unfortunate if you ask me. I prefer eagles, but to each his own. So, yeah, it could be a little bit lower scoring here this year.
0: All right. So one of the storylines before we get into uh, actual value and looking at some of the numbers is that this is the first Masters of the live golf era. And I, I mean, there's a ton of curiosity, whether you like live or not, there's curiosity about how those live golfers are going to fare here in the Masters. Uh, a couple of the guys that, that stand out to you, Cam, that have a legit possibility to maybe make some noise this week and also how they interact with the other golfers that are still on the traditional PGA Tour.
1: Yeah, so as a golf analyst, handicapper, however you want to put it, I'm in a really bizarre position because I don't really know what to do with these live guys. And I say that because how do you quantify – a T27 finish on a Live Tour event as compared to a T27 finish on an elevated event on the PGA Tour, right? And the obvious answer is the talent level on Live is far lower as compared to the PGA Tour. So if you're not even winning or finishing inside the top 10 on Live, I can't get on you as far as being a contender at the Masters here this week. I'm sort of saying that you're making this jump from double-A baseball to the majors in the span of two days. Like, that's the reality for a lot of these guys. Now, that said, I think there are two guys on Live who have a realistic chance at contending. One is Dustin Johnson because he's done it before, and he's actually lighting it up on Liv right now. He's probably the best player on Live if you go by the strokes game. And the other is Cam Smith. Of course, he's played well at Augusta, too. But still, it's going to be an uphill climb for a lot of these guys to get acclimated to the competition that they're dealing with, playing four rounds, dealing with these conditions. They don't play as much on live anymore uh, as compared to the PGA Tour like they used to. So there are just less events there. There's going to be a rust factor, I think. So for a lot of these live guys, it could be a slog here.
0: I want to talk about Cam Smith just in, in particular here for just a bit. Um yeah, There have been times where his ball striking has been rather erratic. Uh, maybe Augusta is kind of what he needs at this time with where his game is at. Um, it does allow him to do something which I think he is one of the best in the world is, and that is to show off a little bit of of the creative elements of of what his golf game is and we already know how good he is in the short game he's been really good at the masters i haven't seen what number what his number looks like but that is absolutely one to me that if you're looking at maybe just maybe uh placing a little wager on if you are of uh someone that feels like that one of the live golfers can can make some noise to me it would definitely be cam smith
1: Yeah, Cam Smith or Dustin Johnson, absolutely. And to your point, you need to be an artist in a way when you are playing around Augusta National. You cannot ball strike your way to victory. This is not a U.S. Open. This is the Masters. You have to know where to place the ball off the tee, where to place the ball with your approaches. You have to know when to lag putt and then when to not, how to work your way around the greens. Cam Smith, one of the best putters in the world, One of the best wedge players in the world. And that's why he has had success here at the Masters. Pretty darn good driver, too. And to his credit, he is gaining over a stroke total per round on the Live Tour. That's third best on Live, at least in terms of the players playing in the Masters here. So take that with what you wish. But yeah, Cam Smith could be in for a decent week here. But he's going to be dealing with a lot of outside noise. Him and Phil and Dustin, all of these guys answering these questions about live, which could be a distraction. We'll see.
0: You know, another guy that's trying to basically find some answers in his game, and especially this week, is someone that so many people love, and that's Colin Morikawa. Uh, there's no, yeah. there's no doubt, like the type of ball striker that he is, and top five finish last year with him. Uh, not necessarily like a banner play from him here, uh, as of late, uh, but, uh, still one of those guys that you can't count out in a scenario like this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I actually liked Colin Morikawa as a dark horse, if you will, to win outright. And I say that because obviously he's a favorite, but not many people are talking about him in five of the last seven majors. He's been inside the top eight on the leaderboard over the last 24 rounds. He's fourth in ball striking fifth and approach, fourth tee to green. He was T6 at Riviera, and I liken that course very similarly to Augusta. You see some corollary performances at Riviera along with Augusta. Bubba Watson won at both. Phil Mickelson has played well at both. Tiger, et cetera. So he's getting better steadily at the Masters, too, to your point, fifth last year, also a top 20 finish the year prior. So he's starting to get acclimated. He does have to figure it out a little bit around the green, and he's not the longest hitter on tour. I think that could be an issue for Colin here this week, especially if we're talking about a soaked out Augusta National because you're not getting that role that you need if you're a shorter hitter. None of the last 10 winners here at the Masters were in the top 85 in distance for the year that they won. Colin Morikawa very much outside that number right now.
0: Xander Shoffley is always kind of a trendy pick at Augusta. Um, He was close, what, uh, I know 21 and and 2019. Maybe he's riding some of the momentum from San Diego State as well. Uh, What are your thoughts on Xander heading in this week?
1: Yeah, always a great mention when we're talking about the majors. Xander Shoffley, fifth and part 5 scoring. You need that this week. Really good, long iron player. You need that here, too fifth in strokes game total in the majors over the last five years. He's a great lag putter, too. Again, you need that here at Augusta. He's not inside my top five in my power rankings. He's at number eight, actually, as we stand, just because the form is just okay. But he can certainly finish inside the top five, top ten here this week. I don't think he's going to win the green jacket. I think he's actually probably going to win a U.S. Open at some point. Could happen this year.
0: Cam, where are some value picks in your opinion that if someone's wanting to uh, maybe look at placing a little wager here or there, wh- where's some of the good money at?
1: Yeah, I really like Sun M this week. I've got him for a top 20, but wouldn't talk you out of a top 10 or even an outright play. Multiple top 10s in his first three appearances at the Masters, four top 10s this season. And you know what? He's got that unique combination of ball striking and around the green play. Top 20 in scrambling. And top 15 in T to green play. So, Sanjay M is a guy I'm looking at. Tommy Fleetwood's getting a lot of buzz, and I'm buying into it. 12th on tour, T to green. One of the best around the green players in this field. Actually, number two, only behind Justin Thomas. So, keep an eye on Tommy Fleetwood. I like him for a top 20 here this week. And then Justin Rose, Mr. Augusta National, 11 top 25 finishes in 13 trips. That's a pretty good clip there.
0: Where are you at on Tony Finau? Uh, with the way that he kind of finished 2022, and uh, it, we, we'd all talked about, right, like if the floodgates finally open for Tony, and a lot of that is full swing has kind of uh, helped, I think, complement him uh, a little bit more than just what was happening in general. Where are you at on his chances this week?
1: Yeah, he's inside my top 10. So if he's in my top 10, I think there's a chance that that Player can win this week, and I think that is the case here with Tony Finau. Very good long par four player. He's third in approach in this field, third tee to green over the last fifty rounds, and he's an elite major championship player. You look at his major championship resume; it's littered with top ten finishes. I think he can certainly get it done here this week. He had that amazing run at the end of last season during the FedEx Cup playoffs. You really started to see Tony Finau become. The Tony Finau we were waiting for, and so it'll be really interesting to see if he's in the mix on Sunday afternoon. If he can get it done, I think it's possible.
0: Who's someone that's outside your top ten, maybe a long shot right now that you wouldn't be surprised that could potentially be in the mix by the time we get to Sunday?
1: Yeah, the Masters is usually a chalky event, meaning you typically see one of the favorites win this thing. But if I had to go down the board a little bit, Keith Mitchell is interesting to me. Made 11 of 13 cuts and carding six top 25 finishes here. Iron game has rapidly improved. Just hasn't done much in the majors yet, but, you know, eventually this guy has the talent. He'll finish pretty well in a major. could happen this week. And then why not go back to Mr. Danny Willett, who won here in 2016. Top 25 in two of his last three appearances at the Masters. Fourth in bogey avoidance. He's a great grinder. If this gets gross here at Augusta this week with the weather and all that, the wind – Danny Willett's the guy that can contend on
0: Sunday. And speaking of just the weather and the wind and the course in its own right, uh, that plays a significant role. Not that any of us have him potentially winning here, but just the enjoyment of watching Tiger. Uh, The weather gets cold with the way the course is. It's going to be a rough one on Tiger.
1: Yeah, I am concerned about Tiger if he does make the cut, to be honest with you. I mean, he faded on the weekend last year, and it got cold, but it's not going to be as uh, warm, shall we say, or it's going to be a lot worse here this year in terms of the weekend temperatures. So I am a little bit worried about how his leg is going to hold up. All accounts say that his game is in shape, and listen, the last time we saw him at Riviera, he gained over two strokes with his irons. He hasn't done that since 2020, but we still have to go back to 2020 for his last top 10 on the PGA Tour It's a tall, tall ask for Tiger. I think the ceiling is a top-20 finish. I'd be happy to see that. Obviously, I'm rooting for him. But I do think we will get four rounds of Tiger Woods here this week.
0: Cam, great stuff, man. Appreciate you. Always great breakdowns. Uh, Look forward to having you on uh, more here in the near future as golf season is upon us, and we cannot thank you enough for joining us here in Tulsa.
1: Yeah, great to reconnect. Talk to you guys soon.
0: That is Cam Rogers joining us here on the Plitz 1170 from Stadium. Check him out at Stadium.com. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.